welcome back to my podcast. Um, this is my second episode. Just briefly, I wanted to give everyone a shout out. Thank you so much for all the support, all the kind words, all the constructive criticism. It really meant a lot for me because I was super nervous to do this to begin with. And I didn't know what people's reaction was going to be. But I'm really glad you guys enjoyed that first episode and you guys are interested in listening to more stuff. Um, This second episode, I decided to ride solo in future episodes I want to feature somebody else and interview somebody else uh, to kind of have like an easy conversation discussion of whatever topic however I felt like this topic was a little bit more personal I felt like I wanted to keep this episode a little bit shorter and I really felt like this was an episode that I should do by myself only because I went ahead and did that questionnaire thing on Instagram and I had a lot of people message me and respond. So I kind of want to, you know, read a couple of those and kind of elaborate and kind of like give my opinion on certain things and kind of just talk more about what people had mentioned. So today we're going to be talking about mental health with a focus on depression and anxiety because the umbrella of mental health could cover a lot of different things. But I wanted to talk about depression and anxiety because I feel like during these times, um, it's been hard for a lot of people myself included, to be emotionally connected to things, you know, to be emotionally invested, to be mentally invested. And I feel like life is just very hard right now for a lot of people. And I want to talk about this now. I want to talk about this sooner than later. And you know, I think this would be the perfect time for me to put like a trigger warning. I am going to be talking about, you know, the way that depression and anxiety looks, personal things, like things that I went through, things that like other people have gone through. So it's like, if this is a sensitive topic for you, I just recommend maybe not listening to this. And yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I just don't want all of my episodes to be, you know, like, I want them to be lighthearted. I want this space to be a welcoming space but you know not everything is going to be revolving around relationships or revolving around funny stories where you know i was put in funny situations it's just i want to get real i want to get down to the nitty-gritty i want to you know open up to you guys you know there's going to be a few things that i'm going to keep to myself because you know private life but i do feel like me opening up is going to make this so much more relatable So to start off, I kind of just wanted to talk about myself and how, you know, I got diagnosed and how I kind of dealt with it. So my parents separated when I was in sixth grade. You know, I had like a really nice childhood. Like my parents were the shit. They are still the shit. They're super cool. I have an awesome relationship with them now. Uh, You know, growing up, it was just always like my mom, my dad, my brother and I. I remember vividly the day that my dad told me that he was going to leave and, uh, you know, that he was going to be gone for some time just to like work on things, whatever. It was literally the day before we went back to school for winter break. So... I remember that day vividly. The next day when I went to school, I just remembered I 
blacked out, I feel like. I was just so confused. Like, I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. All I could think about that day was, oh, shit, like, I'm going to come home and I'm not going to see my dad. So then, you know, my parents separated. I really didn't have anybody to talk to about what was going on, how I felt, because my mom was going through it. My brother has always been a little bit more like emotionally closed off. And then like my dad was just, you know, not here. So I just felt like I don't want to bother anybody with my feelings or bother anybody with, you know, questions or whatever. So uh, I internalized everything. I started pushing my friends away. I ended up just having like a whole, I feel like identity crisis at school. Like I was just kind of like rebelling and like talking back and just not acting like myself because I was just so confused as to what to feel. So as time passed, I became my parents like middleman. And I know a lot of people can relate to this. Like I was the messenger and I was always just put in the middle. Uh, my mom would need something and she would be like, okay, go tell your dad. And my dad would be like, oh, tell your mom. And it was just like emotionally exhausting because I knew things or I heard of things that I shouldn't have known about. And it was kind of just like, okay, well now I feel like I'm the third parent. So it got to the point where I had to grow the fuck up really quick. I had to mature too fast. I ended up just not speaking up about anything. And I, my coping mechanism was internalizing shit, you know, like it was like, I I realized now that if things weren't spoken of or things weren't put out to the light, they weren't real. So I just kept internalizing everything, you know, then I like went into high school and I was very, I feel like I was like, a pushover for the most part before my parents separated. And then I just had like a complete switch. Like I turned into someone completely different. Like I still, you know, had good intentions and really, 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 you know, loved my friends and was a good friend. But when it came to new people, I was just kind of like, I don't know. Like I was, it was questionable, you know? And especially when it came to like liking boys and like going out with boys, I just, was not ever invested and I remember like telling my mom I was what like 13 14 years old like telling her like oh you know I'm not getting married because I don't want to end up like you and my dad like I don't want to get married because I don't want to end up getting divorced like marriage isn't real like blah 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 like relationships commitment it's you know it's all bullshit so that's where like my commitment issues came from so all of high school I didn't have a boyfriend you know I like whatever talked to guys dated um I was very emotionally closed off I talked about things with like my friends especially my best friend my best friend did not see me cry until like junior year or senior year and it was because of my parents so you know that's when I realized that my cup of emotions was just overflowing I just could really not internalize anything else like it was just I felt like a burden and I started to become more emotionally in tune with myself so that was, you know, I was, what, 17, 18. Um, I started to become a little bit more open. And then I started dating somebody coming out of high school, going into the summer before my uh, first year of college. I started dating somebody. This guy was very nice, very sweet to me. He also had, you know, issues. Like we related a lot with each other 
when it came to, you know, our parents being separated and kind of just like the traumas that we both had from that. He taught me how to open up and taught me how to, you know, be okay with having feelings and being okay with feeling some type of way about what I had gone through and what I was putting myself through, you know, that didn't work out. And most of the reason why it didn't work out was because I still had a lot of commitment issues. Um, I had just barely started to deal with my insecurities and, you know, comparisons to like my parents' relationship. So after, you know, I dated him, I like whatever it took some time to myself. I realized that I really could not live life like that, like being scared of what it was going to be like to actually be with somebody. So then I decided, um, I think I like talked about this in the last episode. I decided that I did want to be in a committed relationship that I did want to be with somebody. So then I dated this other guy. We were together for a while. We, you know, grew up together. Like we, I started dating him. I was like 19. So I was, I was a teenager going into my adult years. So we grew up together in that sense. And I felt like I had like an identity crisis. You know, we learned a lot from each other. But being in that relationship, I learned that my issues were not dealt with properly. My issues were manifesting in my relationship. My issues were manifesting in my insecurities. My issues were manifesting in the like I didn't trust people like my issues were manifesting in the way that I went about a lot of arguments so you know that didn't work out either and then after we broke up I fell into a really bad depression I realized that I was used to being sad and upset all the time you know because it was it when it was good it was good when it was bad it was bad it was I feel like a classic typical toxic relationship I was so used to that I was so used to being upset all the time I was so used to like arguing all the time I was so used to waking up and just feeling like shit all the time and once it was done once it was over it was kind of just like a withdrawal thing like it was like when you're addicted to coffee and you stop fucking drinking coffee that's exactly how it felt after that relationship it was just like holy shit i don't know anything else but this toxic environment so i fell into a really bad depression my mom was super worried about me. She was like, okay, go to the doctor, you know, whatever. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to go to the doctor because I already know it's wrong. Like, it'll be fine. I'll get over it. So she eventually did convince me to go to the doctor. I went, um, I remember sitting there and, you know, he was asking me all these questions, like getting kind of personal. And I was just like answering, like, I was not going to keep anything from him. So at the end of our conversation, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to diagnose you with depression and anxiety. So I like remember sitting there and kind of like having like the walls enclosed. I mean, like I wish I could describe it better, but he was just like, like the room became so tight and he was just like my focal point. Like I had like tunnel vision and I was just like looking at him and I remember like my heart dropped to my ass and I was just like why why do I feel this way like I knew that I was dealing with these things like I knew I was depressed I knew I've had anxiety but I realized that the second 
somebody else said it and the second it was spoken of and put out into the universe it became real so at that point I started freaking out I was like oh shit like I have to deal with this now like not only do I have to deal with like the issues that I like developed from my relationship but also the issues that I've had since I was a fucking child so after that I had like a really really hard couple months I, you know, went to therapy and I was just getting caught up in all the wrong things. Like I wanted to, you know, fix everything, but I wasn't putting in the work because I was scared. So the first day that I went uh, to therapy, I remember that I had a friend go with me because I was fucking terrified. So this friend of mine, uh, shout out to him for going with me to therapy. He took me, uh, he waited for me in the waiting room and everything it was amazing gesture from someone. So I remember that first session, uh, you know, it was just more so of like getting to know your therapist and your therapist getting to know you and like having the conversation. And, you know, it was going well until she was asking me why, why she thought that I had to go to therapy or, you know, she was asking me like, okay, where do your issues stem from? So at that point I was like, okay, like I know. And now she wants me to tell her. So it was one of those things that was like, okay, this is what I was scared of. I was scared of opening up and having to literally say it out loud. So that first session was cool. Um, I remember I got out of like the room. My friend's waiting for me in the waiting room. And he was like, okay, like how to go. And I was like, it's cool. You know, it's fine. Took me home. The second we pulled up to my house, I just started like bawling. Like I was just like, I cannot believe that it's just going to get more and more intimate after this. Like it didn't get more and more in depth to my fucking trauma. It's like, and I remember I was just like bawling and my friend was like, why, why are you crying? And I was just like, I'm terrified to be by myself. Like I was so scared to like be in my house by myself with my thoughts. So I remember that that was like my biggest thing that summer or like those months after I was diagnosed. Like I hated being by myself. I hated being in my room. I hated being home. It was just like, it was like all like my emotions were basically like hidden in my house. And the second that I left, it was like, okay, I completely forgot. Or the second that I was with other people, I was like distracted. You know, I didn't really think about it. So I remember I would literally not be home for days like I would go to work and then I would go to my friend's house afterwards or now it's end up staying at my friend's house I would you know leave early to work and then not come till like the next day I would go out Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday like I would just want to do anything but be home and then you know the winter came so then I had to really 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 deal with my shit and it was really hard it was really really hard for me I decided to stop going to therapy because the conversation of getting on medication came up and it terrified me um obviously at that point it was my choice whether I wanted to get on medication or not but I felt like the thought of having to take a pill every day to be able to feel like myself was just not something that I wanted so even though my therapist was just, you know, suggesting it because of the conversations we were having, I got scared and I felt like she was trying to push me towards it. But that was not 
that was not it. It was just like me trying to like, you know, it was like an easy out for me. Like, oh no, like she wants me to get a medication. I'm going to stop going to therapy. It was just like, I was still terrified of dealing with my issues. So I kind of just like blamed it on something else. But I was scared of going on medication. Um, my mom take depression medication and you know she had a conversation with me where she was like I don't want you to get on medication she's like it was my last resort so it's like I know that's not your last resort like let's exhaust every other option before we decide or you decide to get on medication so you know if anybody is listening to this and you are on medication I would love to have a conversation with you about this I would love to learn more I would love to learn about how it makes you feel Uh, would you recommend it or anything you know I'm kind of ignorant to this because I don't know what it's like to be on medication I just personally didn't want to because I felt like I could deal with my depression without you know there was other ways to deal with my depression essentially but yeah that's basically the gist of you know my story that was up until like maybe 2017 2018 so then from 2018 till now it took me it took a lot of soul searching. I feel like a lot of trial and error, a lot of experiences for me to get to today where I am more emotionally in tune with myself. You know, I definitely do have depressive episodes still. I do have anxiety attacks sometimes, you know, and it's like I tried to record this episode a few days ago and I just couldn't. Like I just, you know, bringing all of this stuff up, reading people's responses just put me in such a funk, especially more so because I'm really empathetic and it hurts my heart to know that other people feel the way that I felt. But, you know, I had to take some time to myself, uh, reevaluate everything and just kind of like center myself again. And that's why I'm here now, like recording this. And yeah, um, there was a couple of points that I wanted to hit. There was two, actually. One, you know, I feel like your family dynamic definitely affects the way you deal with uh, depression a lot. Uh, You know, I'm Mexican. I feel like for the longest time, we as in like my mom and I and like my brother and my dad, we didn't talk about the way we felt about the situation. Like it was just like unspoken. And that's why I never really dealt with my feelings. It was so much easier to go with shit being unspoken than to actually speak up about it and deal with it hands on. So I felt like for the longest time, we were all kind of scared to say something. Like my mom didn't really speak about having depression. I didn't really like try and convince my parents to take me to therapy. It was just like, it'll go away. We'll deal with it. It'll go away. And then, you know, like my mom started going to therapy and, you know, she got a medication, whatever. But I remember there was a couple of times where I would tell my parents uh, separately, like, I feel kind of shitty. I feel kind of sad. I feel like I don't want to wake up. I feel like I just want to sleep for hours. It was getting to a point too after I got diagnosed where I was sleeping for 14, 15 hours a night, like which was not normal. I would sleep through everything. I didn't want to, you know, see anyone or talk to anyone. But I remember my parents being like, oh, well, you know, you're strong. Like, you'll get through it. Like, it's going to be okay. You'll get through it. Like, you're strong. This isn't that. And it's like, okay, yeah, like, I guess, I guess you're right. I am. I am strong. Like, I am persevering. Like, yeah, I always come out on top when it comes to difficult situations. But I would love to have some sort of support. 
when it came to this, you know? So then that tied to the way that I kind of started viewing myself as a woman. You know, women are supposed, well, quote unquote, supposed to be sensitive, emotional, you know, caring, kind, uh, motherly figures, whatever the fuck. But it was like, when my parents told me that, I was like, okay, so what, like, what the fuck? Am I supposed to be in tune with my emotions? Am I supposed to be emotional? Or am I supposed to be strong and push through this shit? Like, like, what is it, you know? So at that point, I was, like, having, like, this, like, emotional disconnect. Like, I was just confused as to what it was that I had to feel or do. Because it's like, okay, well, I'm a woman. I'm dainty. I'm, like, you know, supposed to be emotional and whatever. And then having the closest people to me be like yeah i know like you should be strong and then my second point that i wanted to hit was dating when you are not mentally ready or emotionally ready or when you are dealing with depression and anxiety is so fucking hard it's like you know you're able to do it like definitely but it requires a little bit more more help a little bit more effort you know and i feel like that was what the issue was with my last relationship that it was like yeah like i knew i had issues and like he kind of knew that obviously you know there was like things lingering there and it was just like both of our issues were just manifesting in our relationship and the way we treated each other and then you know it didn't help to have somebody that was not emotionally in tune with themselves and it was just like it backfired on me because at that point I was trying to be emotionally open. I was trying to be emotionally, you know, available. I was trying to be open about what was going on and what I felt because I internally could not hold any more shit in. So, you know, it sucked to have someone be like, why, why the fuck are you crying? Why are you crying all the time? You know, tighten the fuck up. Like, it you know it's fine like tying up stop fucking crying like it's not it's not that serious so you know at that point it was like okay I in my head was like women are supposed to be soft women are supposed to be emotional women are supposed to be kind and caring and motherly and shit soft women are supposed to be soft essentially and then I had my parents telling me like oh well you're strong you're gonna get through this shit and then I had my person telling me like why the fuck are you crying like tighten the fuck up and then it was just kind of like okay well you know what you're right like this little thing why am I upset over this little thing and it's like no 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 everyone listening your feelings matter your feelings matter now they mattered yesterday they matter tomorrow next week next year if something that someone says if something that happens anything genuinely creates an emotion in you that is valid people discredited the reasons that caused me to feel certain ways and it's like no I felt the way I felt for a reason. And now recently, looking back to all of those times that I was upset, all of those times that I was trying to vocalize why I felt the way I felt and had people shut me down, I realized that I had a reason, you know, and it's just like at that point in time, it was just so much easier for me to be like, you know what, you're right. Let me tie the fuck up. But it's like, no. I shouldn't have to have to tighten the fuck up. It was it was just like an easy way out, you know, for everybody. And it's like, no, do not do not let anybody 
not validate your feelings. Do not let anybody discredit the way you feel. Like you have a reason to feel the way that you do. You have every right to be upset. And you know what? There's times when you deal when you're dealing with depression and anxiety that you just can't even explain it. And it's okay. It's okay to not be okay some days. I felt like I didn't have anybody. You know, it was just kind of like, who am I going to turn to when I have my parents telling me that I'm strong and shit? And then I have this other person telling me, like, basically telling me that my feelings are not valid. So then after that, my mom started realizing that that was just not the way to go about things. I remember I vocalized to her too. Like, one day I just kind of like, I feel like exploded. I was like, I am exhausted of you telling me to basically pull through and be strong it's like no like I physically can't I physically am sick like I was so depressed at one point and so anxious that I was consistently getting sick like my body was telling me that certain situations that I was in and certain shit that I was dealing with was toxic like I was physically sick I was literally had a cold for months and I remember that that was like a joke that I had with my friends like oh my god my weak ass immune system and you know like I had never gotten that sick before like I don't remember the last time I actually got sick sick and it was just like at that time in my life I was sick all the time and I remember I blew up on my mom and was like I am tired of y'all just like dismissing me no I feel this way for a reason. And yeah, at that point, I did keep a lot of things to myself, a lot of like events that maybe would have explained as to why I felt the way that I felt. And it sucks that that I had to like be open with my parents about things that I did not want to talk about for them to understand why I felt the way that I felt. So then like my parents became a little bit more open with it. I wasn't dealing with this person telling me to tighten up anymore. And then I realized that I was very blessed and very fortunate to have the friends that I had because my friends were there for me. My friends were literally the people that like brought me out of this fucking just hole. Like I could sit here and list all of my friends that were there for me. And, you know, like I'm sure they listen to this, like they know who they are. I appreciate you guys. Like I would not be here today if it wasn't for you guys, honestly. And I also have a very special friend who brought me to church and, you know, definitely that's not for everybody, but I feel like going to church and starting a relationship with God literally helped me get out of my fucking hole. Like it gave me a sense of hope. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't have to be God exactly like that higher power. But I feel like there's always something, even if it's like a high energy, the universe, you know, that gives you hope to get better because there was just a lot of times where I was like I don't want to be here you know like on a literal physical way and just like uh you know I would love to get the fuck out of the city and move somewhere else and start over but that's not gonna fix anything and I feel like you know creating this relationship with the higher power definitely gave me a sense of purpose a sense of you know what like I am important I am loved I have people that are on my team who really care about me and I feel like I don't know a lot of you I am probably a stranger to most of you but my dms are always open and if you have my phone number 
you can text me, call me. I suck at texting, but I will respond. If you call me, I will answer. Uh, you can FaceTime me, email me, whatever. Uh, please reach out to me. If you ever feel like you don't have anybody else, I am here. I am your friend. I am here if you need to just vent. I am here if you just need someone to listen to. I am here if you want to listen to all of my fucking crazy stories just to get your mind off of shit. I will tell you all the crazy shit I've been through. If you need advice, I am here. I was grateful to have people like that in my life. And I would love to be that person for somebody else. You know, sometimes it's hard to trust people. When you have friends who are, you know, who have done you bogus or whatever, it's hard to trust again. And, you know, I am open to whatever you need just because I know how hard it is to feel like you don't have anybody. But yeah, this is just me putting that out there. I am your friend. I promise. I won't tell anybody anything. Um, it's confidential. You know, I feel like I have reached out to a few people that I have seen that have been down and out. And a lot of people that I don't really know. And I wanted to do this episode because of that, because I I recently fell into a really bad, depressive episode. And I know a lot of other people have too. And like, I just want this to resonate with somebody. I just want everyone out there to know that it, sometimes it's not okay, but you have a purpose in this life. Like you are important and you are loved. And sometimes it is hard to find those people that you confide in and stuff. But just so you all know that you guys all have a friend in me and it means a lot to me if you've gotten to this point, if you've listened this far. I said I wanted to keep this short. I kind of just wanted to read a couple of the things that people, you know, mentioned because I, I asked on my Instagram, like, how does depression and anxiety manifest in you? Like, what are your symptoms? And people said a lot of things. And I'm going to read a couple. Uh, this girl said random sadness, panic attacks, feeling of self-doubt and not being able to trust myself. Trouble breathing, body numbness, excessive sleeping, crying often, low energy. Procrastination due to overthinking. Shutting people out, wanting to be alone. Anxiety makes me really emotional and fragile. My gut, I feel like throwing up and I can't eat. That's something that I like resonated with. When I was very sad or like when I was going through like an anxiety attack, I felt that shit in my gut. Everything just felt like, like my senses were just heightened. It was insane. I also resonated with this one, making a ton of plans, but then feeling too exhausted to follow them through. And yeah, that's happened to me. Like, I love being around people. I love making new friends. I like being out and about. But there's just those days where I'm like, I should really not go out. I should really stay my ass inside. And it's just dealing with other people is emotionally exhausting and energy wise too like i am a firm believer in everything around us is an energy when you are not a hundred percent yourself and you go and hang out with other people i feel like you absorb their energy and it's not a fulfilling feeling because it's not coming from you you know so i feel like that's what that was my thing like i love being around people but then the thought of me not feeling 100% like myself and then being with these people, it was kind of like, fuck, I know I'm going to be exhausted when I come back home. And it was just an energy thing, you know? Let's see what else. It manifests best whenever I have downtime. If I don't keep myself busy, it eats me alive. So this goes back to like what I had said about me hating. I hated being home by myself because it was just like, then I got in my head. And then I'm a Pisces, so... 
I just daydream. I, if I do not have a solid answer about something, I will make up an answer in my head. So I would literally sit here and just, I would just let my mind wander. And then I would just create like these horrible scenarios in my head, or I would just play over and over and over again, like shitty ass situations and just think of alternate responses or alternate realities to that, which is so fucked up. Cause then at that point I was just making myself feel worse. I was just putting myself in a worse situation. But, um, I like really, really want to thank everybody that responded to this. I got a bunch of responses and I, that really means a lot to me that you guys engaged with us. And, you know, I, I'm super grateful for having this platform. This is a safe space. This is a a welcoming space. I want to have this be something that you guys relate to. And honestly, if there's something that you guys want me to talk about, or if there's something that you guys want to add on to this, or maybe you want me to make another episode of this, maybe a little bit more detailed, whatever, please reach out to me and tell me. This is a podcast that I started for myself, but it's for y'all essentially. Thank you so much for listening to this whole thing. It was hard for me to do this, if we're being honest. It was hard for me to open up because I don't know who's going to listen to this, but I felt like it was necessary. I want this to be maybe like a sign of hope for somebody out there uh, that it's going to be okay. You know, it's going to take time and it's definitely going to take a good team behind you and a good guidance. I know many of you are probably not religious, but I will be praying for all of you that are are going through this because there's a purpose for you. You know, there, you, you are important. And like I said this earlier, you fucking matter. Uh, Your feelings matter. And you are loved. Thank you guys for tuning back. I will see you guys next time.